Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by one of the stars from season 21 of NBC's The Voice. The Lockport native has helped others as a prevention educator, but now it's his turn to help himself. We welcome Joshua Vacanti. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me on. Joshua, let's go beyond the mic. This experience can't not be comprehended by someone who hasn't gone through it. How has your time on The Voice changed you? I think it has changed me uh, just by helping me realize how strong of a person I am. You know, this has been a huge jump and a, a huge journey outside of my comfort zone. Uh, growing up, I have never traveled alone. Um, I've never put myself out there in the way that I have with this journey on The Voice. And it's been a huge learning experience and just trusting my instincts and yeah, just realizing that I, I can do it and how capable I really am. So I, I'm super grateful for this opportunity um, just in that sense, not alone um, the, the growth I feel like I've had with my vocals and my, my voice and trusting those types of instincts as well. How has your wife and family helped you on this emotional roller coaster, especially as you're away from them? Uh, you know, FaceTime and Zoom is a beautiful thing. Uh, but so I'm like FaceTiming my wife pretty much every moment I, I can. Um, and they've just always been supporting me, even outside of the show and this journey. Um, my family has always been super, super supportive of me, you know, taking me where I need to go. And, you know, um, yeah, they, they always have believed in me. And my wife is my, my biggest support system. I don't think I would have been able to, uh, to get to where I am in this journey if I didn't have her um, alongside me, kind of rooting me on through every step of the way. Let's talk about those family of friends on The Voice. The friends you make can sometimes be life-changing. Yeah, you know, it's it's something really special to be surrounded by people that all have kind of similar dreams and similar goals as you. And, you know, you think it would be a really competitive environment where everyone's kind of, you know, kind of judging each other and sizing each other up, but that's not the case at all. It's, you know, everyone is constantly building the other person up. And when we see someone else succeed, we're just as excited as we would be if we see ourselves succeed. So it's been a really cool journey, just, you know, meeting the other contestants. I think going into it, you think it's going to be competitive and that's kind of what I prepared myself, but it's been a breath of fresh air knowing that it's not that way at all that it's just like a big family and we're all just trying to help each other um, get through this journey because as exciting as it is it is um, a little bit crazy at times and um, it's a learning curve to to it that we're all kind of getting through and helping each other with who are you the closest with um i think you know it's tough for me, with the show, the only thing that is like a little sad is when you do like the battles and you do um, the knockouts. So up until this point, I feel like uh, I was really close with Kayla. We spent a lot of time together. We we worked really, really hard on our performance. And yeah, I was super, super proud of what we created. And I was super proud of Kayla at 15 years old um, and the fact that she like uh, Ariana said, had such poise and control on the stage was something really admirable. I don't know if I could have pulled it off um, quite like she did at 15 and just getting to spend time with her and making, making our performance really, yeah, really drew us closer together. So I think up until where I am on the show, I would say Kayla was the person that I was the closest with. You've had some amazing lessons with John, Camilla, and now Ed Sharon. 
What's the lesson you're going to take away from this experience that will help you for the future? Um, you know, John um, had kind of mentioned that, you know, he heard no a lot before he heard his yes. Um, and that was something that was really inspiring to me and really resonated with me. Uh, for a long time, I pushed on doors to try and make things like The Voice happen. I auditioned for a lot of shows that were similar. And I heard no. I, got, I would always get to a certain point, and then I would hear no. Um, and that was really discouraging. And I took a break from kind of pushing those types of doors open, and I really just focused on worship music and just – you know, that's what I love. I love worship. That's kind of where I started. So I just put all my effort in that. And I said, you know, maybe having a solo career outside of that isn't something that's going to happen. Um, and then I saw season 19, Cammie Clooney was on. She was a friend of mine. We were in a band together and seeing someone that I'd work with really closely on the show kind of inspired me to re-audition, give it another go and see what happens. And um, I'm really grateful that I did that because that one small like step of faith and that one small choice has kind of led me to where I am now. But um, yeah, just realizing that hearing no is a really important part of the process and it's inevitable and you have to hear no's until you find your yes moment. Joshua, it's time for the Rocky Nate. Eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. Okay. Best thing about Lockport? Um, the people. Five years ago, you were at an Ariana concert. If John didn't block her, would you have wanted her to be your coach? I would have loved to work with Ariana. What's your best time in the Buffalo Turkey Trot? Uh, um, I'm slow, so I don't even know what my, my time is. I would say, like, uh, yeah, no comment, no comment. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> How about your favorite musical? Oh, gosh. Uh, waitress. What were you doing the last time you made your wife laugh? Uh, I was singing a song. That's what I do. I just make up songs about what, what I'm seeing and what I'm doing. So I was singing. Things. What was the last sightseeing tour you went on, and where was it? The last sightseeing tour I went on? Uh, probably Niagara Falls. How about your favorite type of pierogi? Oh, um, farmer's cheese. First dance with your wife was to which song? My first dance with my wife was to You Matter to Me from The Musical Waitress. It's time for one big question with Joshua Vacanti beyond the mic. Your wife and you are known to have some of the killer costumes for Halloween. Which one is your favorite and what did you uh, use for this year? Oh, my favorite would have to be, we have a lot, um, I really liked when we dressed up as characters from Labyrinth, and this year we dressed up as um, Kermit the Frog and Fozzie Bear. What's your best moment from the show? The one moment where you got to drink it all in, just that moment before it's all gone. I think the best moment was when I realized John has used his block for me. Um, it was really affirming as an artist to not only have someone turn their chair, but to also say that I want you so bad that I'm going to make sure that this other person doesn't get you. So it was kind of a, a really cool life-changing moment. Something I'll never forget. He's friends with former voice contestant, Cammy Clooney loves the musical waitress. If you want to get close to his heart, feed him farmer's cheese pierogies. <laughs> from season 21 of NBC's The Voice. We thank Joshua Vacanti for taking the time to talk with us today. Oh, thank you so much. I had a blast. And that, my friends, is the Beyond the Mic Shortcut. Thank you.